podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Good morning, good people. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen into this podcast. First of all, thank you for joining, and it's, it's such a pleasure to have you. Rather, you found your way here through a recommendation from someone, rather you were just scrolling and you said, hmm, what's this about? Or you've had a personal conversation with me, your host. I am, one, incredibly happy that you've come and that you, you're deciding to come back if this is your second or third or hell at this point, if you've been around for a while. Um, I, I, I can't give you enough words of gratitude and how grateful I am that you decided to spend a little bit of your time here with us. So I just want to tell you that from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And I hope you enjoy today's show. Now, first and foremost, this podcast was created for you to help give a little peaceful and positive perspective to help you power through those things that have a tendency to hold you back and hold you up the head and heart, um, or some of those barriers that stand in front of your, your, the way of your goals or your ambitions from day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. Um, and so hence we're that little boost to help push you through whatever it is you're trying to push through. So, um, I hope that you enjoy again. I hope you enjoy today's episode and um, stay tuned. We have a little bit of fun for you today. So y'all, happy Wednesday, middle of the week. How you feeling? You doing all right? I'm feeling pretty good, but I'd be lying if I didn't tell you I'm showing up this week uh, slightly saddened from the the weekend. Um, Y'all, the Bengals lost. That's not surprising news. If you tuned into the Super Bowl, they lost on Sunday. By three freaking points. Ugh. By three points. And um, uh, my stomach is still not in the right place from Sunday's game. Like, it still hasn't returned to its normal spot. So, yeah, I'm, um, I'm you know, at the end of the day, I'm so proud of, of the team for the work they've done. Um, this season and, and honestly surprising the heck out of all of us. Um, for some of us hopefuls out there, we've been hoping for as long as we can remember. And if you're like me, you cannot remember the last time they've been, or you've not seen them ever get that close to a Super Bowl. But there's some of us out here who are a little bit older who have seen it happen. And, uh, you know, it was painstakingly enough. It was almost like a repeat of what they saw before. And that's that's a little tough. We just know that we don't want to wait 30 years for the next go round. So we're pretty hopeful that we'll be back or we'll be back. We'll be contenders for next year. And we're we're excited to say that, you know, we're we're still in it. You know, Um, shout out to all the people. who hit me up for my commercial segment, my commercial spotlight <laughs> for a fanatic fan, um, or for checking, checking on me after the homies took an L. Y'all are the real MVPs. I just want you to know that. And um, also this weekend for my Olympian crew, 
my Olympic friends, my goodness. Okay. So first of all, depending on which Olympic sport that you're watching, um, I'm, I'm particularly talking about the half pipe and, uh, my man, Sean flipping white. Uh, he went down y'all like last run, last competition, last everything. He, I don't know. He didn't medal. And I'm, and I'm still kind of processing, um, his interview and uh, you know what? I, I may just share it next week, but I'm still kind of processing it myself, uh, because his interview, once he was finished competing, brought me to tears and I kind of see Sean White, like I grew, like, I feel like I grew up with him, even though I, I do not know him. Um, but he is like, I can say single-handedly one person who has revolutionized the half pipe for all of those who are competing in it today. Like he's one of the reasons why I even got the like extra, well, I mean, I used to watch figure skating, but that would be it. Like he piqued my interest in some of the other areas of winter sports. So, you know, I just, yeah, that one, that one was tough for me to watch. So, you know, again, Sean White, he just, he's still one of the greatest who have, who, who has ever done the sport of snowboarding. And I'm, I'm just sad to see him go, but yeah, that, you know, that caught me up too this weekend. So eh, sports, well, there's some great stories. Congratulations, LA Rams and all the other great Olympic stories that are out there. It's just those kind of hurt this weekend. So, you know, I'll bounce back. We'll be all right. Um, but, um, all I can say is, mm-mm-mm. So, all right, y'all, still February, Black History Month. We're out here representing loud and proud. I've been wear- wearing my um, Rise Up Sis sweatshirt everywhere I've been going. Gotten plenty of great compliments. Shout out to my friend Shannon who who hooked me up. Nice little Christmas present. Got we're rocking it every day almost at this point. I'm making sure it's clean, though. Um, but uh, are y'all ready for... Uh, for the culture, trivia, trivia. Are you ready for trivia like we did last week? I thought that was pretty fun. Did you think it was pretty fun? I did. I, I loved it. Um, so, okay, I have four more questions for you. And this time I have a little fancy countdown clock. So y'all better be ready. Um, so here we go. The music's going to start. You don't have a ton of time to answer. Can't look it up. Can't Google it. Can't ask for a friend. Just trying to see what you know. Trying to see if if you if you down with the culture. So uh, let's go ahead and get this fancy clock timer started. Ready? So, all right, as we have for the culture trivia, true or false, Alice Walker is the author of The Color Purple. Finish the ending of this poem. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trot on me in the very dirt, but like dust, which Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg song kicked off the Super Bowl? Halftime show. Which African-American agriculture scientist is known for his study, work, and inventions from the peanut plant? And that is your time. As you can tell, we kind of went a little bit longer than the clock, but that's all right. I was really excited about that little fancy timer situation. So, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't knock on it. All right. And if you want the answers to the trivia to see how well you did, did you get a four out of four? Do you get, 
do you get triple gold stars today? Or did you do kind of I? Kind of I means like two or three. And if you got one or none of them at all, well, you still all right with us. But uh, I mean, a little research or ask for a friend or uh, do a little bit of deeper dive into the culture, maybe. I don't know. But, you know, you, you we going to hook you up at the end here. So we'll let you know. Now, uh, yesterday, yesterday, my gosh, who am I? Where it? Where am I? Last week, we had spoke on this big topic of love. Now, hopefully y'all were feeling the love yesterday or the day before with Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day uh, from me to you. It's all love. Uh, but if you didn't do much for Valentine's Day, just know this is your little sprinkling of that right now because we spoke on love last week. And guess what? We I told you that we would revisit this week on uh, which part of you shows that you are loving well. And no, this doesn't necessarily have to be sensual or anything with any sort of sexual connotation to it. It's just, again, what which part of you shows that you are loving well? And that's namely yourself. Then then we asked, how how do you love yourself well? Like what is, how is that something that you even do? And I told you guys that I come back this week talking about some tips that can help us on identifying some some tips and tricks that we can do to love ourselves well. Um, however, before we even get to those tips, I want to be clear that this can be a difficult thing to determine if you aren't aware, like what your words and actions do to other people. Like it can be hard to know if you're loving yourself well, if you're not even aware of what you project or what or, or how you're treating other people. Now, why can't we just look at self first? Well, because the way how we take care of self or others is a, is an immediate reflection on how we take care of self. And so if you aren't aware that your words are cutting others around you down, or if you aren't aware that your actions project dismissiveness, or is singularly focused, like I'm only in it for me and only me and nothing for you because you don't matter. Simply put, if you have difficulty seeing what did happen for you and what has occurred around you in like a single day or like in the happening of your day and evening, then you may not be loving yourself so well. Let me break it down. You could, and, and I want to put make this clear, you could just be in a negative space and that's okay because from time to time we can find ourselves in those spaces. They're uncomfortable. Um, we certainly don't ask for them, um, but sometimes you can be in that negative space where it, it is difficult to see what to be thankful for. And in that case, if you're in that negative space and you're trying to say, am I loving myself well? I'm just going to go ahead and say, you cannot say that you are loving well if you're in a negative space because of this quote and phrase right here. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I give all I possess to the poor, and give 
over my body hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, like a little bit, and we prophesy in part, like another little bit. But when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. That comes from 1 Corinthians 13, verses 1 through 12. Now, good people, like not to break down biblical and spiritual truths on you, but as you gain in knowledge, here's something that we need to understand. As you gain in knowledge, as you gain in smarts, as you gain in reading and books and consultations and all of those things, when you gain in knowledge, including your life experiences and wisdom, it is harder to love because you, because your will and zest for knowledge can remove those foundational truths of what it means to love. Like it can be easier to try to prove your point or to try to say you're right than to just simply love. I think that's kind of what's gotten us in this jam of where we are in our country anyways today, right? People just trying to prove their point. All right. Um, I digress. Uh, good people, if I delight in wrongful things to my body, um, and that doesn't necessarily have to mean like drugs or alcohol. That can mean like if I simply just don't care for it, right? If I don't do the things that care for my body, I am not loving myself. If I keep a record of the things that I have done wrong, whether it's a mental record, whether it's something that I am reminded of every single time, or I remind myself every single time I'm, I'm like triggered or something, right? If I keep a record of the things that I've done wrong or feel like, and notice that I said feel, feel like I, that I can't do something right, then I too am not loving myself fully. Good people, we are good at being critical to the places and parts of us that we should love the most. It's crazy how we can look at our skin or our features or my, my broad nose or my big lips or my high cheekbones or my, my, my thin frame or my thick frame or my, 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 my full chest or my flat chest or my full hips or my flat hips or my, my muscular tone or whatever, whatever, whatever. It's amazing how we can look at all of those things on the external side and just judge ourselves so critically and not love on it. And then that stuff turns inward, right? So how can I expect, how can I expect someone to give and shower me with the love that I have chosen not to give myself? 
willingly or unwillingly. Like, good people, do you treat yourself the way you want other people to treat you? That's a big question. Because I know that some of the things that we will demand out of other people is kindness and respect and things like talk to me nice. But do we do those things to ourselves? It's kind of hard when you hear it out loud, right? Because I know it's a gentle reminder for me too as I'm talking, right? This by itself, treating ourselves the way we want other people to treat us is a foundational principle, good people, because loving yourself is more than making yourself feel good by buying something new or being in a relationship with someone or doing something special for Valentine's day. Like loving yourself is more than any of those things. It's about celebrating and recognizing that we should be on the list. Your, your name, you, you should be on the list every single day with, with the same passion and intensity that we are for our goals, for our jobs, for our ambitions, for our dreams, for our willingness to want to retire early so we can just sit around and do nothing. But that's a different topic for a different show on a different day because I, I have feelings about that anyways. Um, but we should, we should be putting ourselves on the list the same way and in the same intensity that we go after things that we want to do for fun or the things that we want to do when we want to go out and play or the things that we do when we want to be recognized for a good job, right? How will you ever expect someone to enjoy your company when you don't enjoy your own company? And that's what I mean. Your actions are the power behind your thoughts. And so again, I told you guys that I I would have some heavy influences coming from the secret. And I have a couple of clips that I'd like to share with you guys today, but, um, being as it may that your, your thoughts, your, your actions are the power, uh, behind your thoughts that, that, that has started the action. Your thoughts start the action. Your thoughts are the, the catalyst. Your actions are just what show up as a result of your thoughts, right? So the whole purpose of sharing that was if you are not loving yourself well, you can and will continue to attract other people and situations that do not and will not attempt to love you well making you feel bad about yourself or making you feel bad about what your circumstance or situation is. Sacrificing, on the other note, like maybe you feel fine, but you go out of your way, out of your way, out of your way to take care of other people and you just end up sacrificing yourself to the point where you have nothing left to give to yourself. Well, According to what's being read in the science and the people who do this day in and day out, sacrificing self for the sake of others is essentially a poverty mindset. When you sacrifice yourself by not putting yourself on the list to love yourself in the way that you're going out of your way to love other people, it means that you're operating on the, on the thought or the idea is I have to sacrifice myself because there just isn't enough for all of us to, to thrive or win or 
there's not enough for all of us. So I have to be sacrificing of myself to give to this person. Now this blew my mind. Like, how is it possible that that's a poverty mindset? Aren't I just going out of my way to do good for someone else? No, it means that I have to, according to what has been shared and what has been written, it means that if I sacrifice myself on behalf of someone else, then it means that that mindset is coming from a place of lack, that we won't have enough if I put myself first and serve you. And that's interesting, right? Um, so I asked, you know, last week, what are some of the things that we can do to love ourselves well? Like, well, let's get a how-to, like, or how can we love ourselves better? Well, I have three things, three things, so that way we don't flash over on time this week. Three things. One, put yourself first. Two, look for the positives. And three, stop complaining. Wow, so simple. But let's break it down, shall we? Number one, put yourself first. Now, it can seem egocentric and egotistical, like all about self, right? Well, here's a little clip, and I'd like for you to try this perspective on. Undoubtedly to some, the idea of giving so much love to self will seem very cold, hard, and unmerciful. Still, this matter may be seen in a different light when we find that looking out for number one, as directed by the infinite, is really looking out for number two and is indeed the only way to permanently benefit number two. Prentice Mulford. By doing this, you can also be a joy to be around too. Number two, look for the positives. And those positives that we're asking you to look for are within you. Take a listen. You must change your focus and begin to think about all the things that are wonderful about you. Look for the positives in you. As you focus on those things, the law of attraction will show you more great things about you. You attract what you think about. All you have to do is begin with one prolonged thought of something good about you. And the law of attraction will respond by giving you more like thoughts. Look for the good things about you. Seek and ye shall find. You know, I wish I could say that like some of this is made up and it seems like unreal and it seems like really cheesy to do. But I can tell you, even from my personal experience, whether I knew I was doing it or not, there have been moments and times where uh, certain injections of confidence or certain injections of thoughts have shifted my perspective on even how I see myself and my own capabilities and I have time and time and again proven myself wrong over some of the things that I used to think about myself that indicated I wasn't loving myself well versus some of the things that I think and I've set out to not only achieve, but do like affirm and validate that truth behind that thought of what I could do well and, and loving on myself in that way. So it's, it's really wild. And number three, Stop complaining. Now, this was this advice is offered by a Marcy Schmeim, 
Shmein Moff. Shymoff, sorry. Um, she says that complaints are directed now, and this is a paraphrase, not a direct quote. Um, complaints are essentially directed outward, meaning like they're intended for other people. Complaints are for other people that are doing something wrong. You want them to stop. You want them to change or something that you want them to start doing. That's really what complaints are for. You see a different way. You see a better way. However, these complaints are usually directed to the people that are around you that you're close in proximity to, or you have to have some sort of relation with, right? So whether that's your coworkers or your spouse or your partner or your friends or your teammates, et cetera, these are people that like you have some sort of interaction with. I mean, people complain about people they don't have an interaction with all the time, but we're, we're focusing on the people around you, right? These complaints towards these people that we have interactions with, these complaints are energy that we've given up to focus on them, right? And, and essentially, when we choose to put our, place our thoughts and energy in a certain direction, well, the law of attraction says that's what we get back. So if I give up energy to complain, about some of the people around me, whether those are the people I live with or do work with. If I complain and spend my energy there, that is ultimately what I will attract more of. So Marcy Schmeimoff said, whether it's a relationship that's on the rocks or uh, a relationship that you're really having a hard time with because maybe it's your boss and they're really just on your back or it's somebody that's really just giving you a hard time. Instead of complaining, once a day, and this is the recommendation, once a day for 30 days, focus on a specific relationship and narrow in on the strengths and the positives that the person brings to the table. Once a day for 30 days, write down the things you appreciate and acknowledge about their strengths and, and things that you really enjoy about them. And by doing so, those problematic behaviors, yeah, the ones that you were initially complaining about, they will eventually fade away. Now, I don't know about you good people, but, you know, sometimes the simplest things can be the hardest things to do. And so I just, I just challenge you to think about it for a little bit. Even if you can't conduct all three, right, start on one of them. You know, this week alone, it's like, if you, if you, if you've been in a mood of complaining a lot, maybe check that complaining. What, what, what is driving those, um, complaints? Maybe if you've been stretching yourself thin and you've been here, there and everywhere, just trying to help everyone else out, what does that look like to take care of you first before extending yourself to everyone else? And if you've been down on yourself because things just aren't shaking the way you want them to shake, then maybe consider looking for the positives and narrowing in your gaze to set that attention on you. Either way it goes, you have three tangible action steps that you can take starting today. And I think those tangible action steps are things that can help change the tide 
on how we choose to love ourselves and what we choose to give ourselves as a result of loving ourselves well. Good people, I thought this was fruitful information. It really helped me. And I hope that some of it, if not all of it, was helpful for you. Um, And, you know, like some of these things are things that we can do and not even share it out loud with other people. Um, Nobody has to know that these are things that you're working on. So it doesn't have to be a full-on declaration. However, it's helpful if you're trying to be held accountable by somebody. I I don't know if you have difficulty being held accountable by yourself or hope being accountable to yourself. So, um, I hope this is helpful and I hope that, uh, come next time when we meet each other this time next week, that you'll have even more goodness to share. Hey, listen, I'd love to hear from you. Hit me up Jay-Z at the midweek com or any social media platform at the midweek muscle. And, um, as usual, you, you should probably be ready and waiting for some of those for the trivia answers, right? Ah, yeah. All right. So true or false? Alice Walker is the author of the color purple. The answer is true. If you got that right, give yourselves a pat on the back. Fill in the blank. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but like dust, I'll rise. Which Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg song kicked off the Super Bowl? Halftime show, California Love. And last but not least, which African-American agricultural scientist is known for his study, his work, and inventions from around the peanut plant? That's right, you got it, George Washington Carver. There you go. I hope for the culture you did well in the trivia. Hit me up, let me know how you did. That is awesome, that's amazing. Thank you so much for playing. Um, Thank you all for joining me this week. It's been fun, it's been real. We ran over, I can't tell you the last time I had a 30 minute episode, um, but I'm so happy that we got to this point where we could do this together. And so, hey, listen, I hope you have a great week. Hope it's a lot of fun for you. Hope you focus on taking care of that part of yourself that you can love well or better. And uh, until this time next week, I'll see you then. And as always, let's go. 